Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm a yoga teacher, a coach, and most importantly, an astrologer. And that's why I come to you every week here in your podcast feed to let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on earth. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica. Before we get into the podcast this week, I want to let you know that I made a big announcement last week. The Astro Cheat Sheet is live. So if you've been listening to this podcast and you think to yourself, I wish I had a cheat sheet so I could follow along. I've made one for you. So thanks to a few of my clients who requested this, this is now yours. You can go to veronicaparetti.com slash astro cheat sheet, or just click the link in the show notes and sign up for it and you'll have it. And the best part is that you don't just get the astro cheat sheet. You'll get a little extra surprise about two days after you sign up for the Astro Cheat Sheet. So head on over to veronicapretty.com slash Astro Cheat Sheet and download that. Now, this week is exciting. It's the fall equinox, which means that the sun is entering the sign of Libra. So that happens on Wednesday at 3.21 p.m. Eastern time, which means that we are now in Libra season, no more Virgo season. The sun is joining Mercury and Mars, who are in Libra already. Venus has continued on to Scorpio. She is the trailblazer leading the pack of the inner planets right now. So she's in Scorpio digging through the deepest parts of your psyche, but the sun, Mercury, and Mars will be working on your relationships. So for the next four weeks, we're talking about relationships and partnership and all those Libra elements of life. So Libra is the sign that is associated with harmony and balance, compromise. It is represented by the scales. The air signs are actually the only signs that are represented by symbols that are not living things. So Libra is the scales, Aquarius is the waves of energy, and Gemini is the twins, but it's represented as Roman numeral two. I guess you could think of it as twin human beings as well. So that one's a little iffy. When we're in those air seasons, like we are now in Libra season, it's all about connection. It's all about the intellectual realm. It's speaking, teaching, writing, expressing ourselves. It's interpersonal. It's you relating to those around you. So this is an exciting time. We all need a little more harmony in our life right now. We all need a little more balance in our life right now. It's been pretty intense. So hopefully this Libra season can give us a little bit of understanding of one another, seeing the person at the other side of the table and actually taking a moment to put yourself in their shoes versus just passing your judgment. Of course, sometimes that's really hard and I have a hard time doing it. So I'm not one to teach you how to do it. But I'm just saying that this is a time of year that we can all prioritize that kind of thinking in our relationships. Now, Libra is also very concerned with justice and equality and the law. Remember, the symbol of Libra is the scales. So there 
are going to be a lot more conversations around what is fair and what is just. And that's going to be on a societal level. We're already seeing that, of course, with what's going on with women's reproductive rights in the states, as well as immigration. So many things that are, you know, taking up our mental bandwidth as far as what's going on in the world. But in our own life, we are going to seek those relationships that give us the energy back that we're putting in. So when we are working with this Libra energy, we're going to want to be in equal partnerships. We're going to want to seek out the friends and the family members that fill our cup while we fill theirs. So it's not just one way. So there might be an experience over the next few weeks that maybe you're not seeing eye to eye with the friends that you once shared so much in common with. Maybe your values have shifted. Maybe you don't feel like they're putting the energy into the relationship that you're putting in. These are things that might come up. The part of your chart that is ruled by Libra, whatever house that is in your natal chart, is going to get a serious once-over for the next four weeks because not only will the sun be traveling through this part of your chart, we have Mercury retrograding this week. So Mercury is going to retrograde technically next week. It's going to be on Monday for those of us on the East Coast, very late Sunday night for those of you on the West Coast. But for all intents and purposes, before I talk to you next week, Mercury will retrograde. So that means that this whole week... We are in a state of slowdown with Mercury because, of course, like when you are preparing to turn around, you have to slow down the car and then make the U-turn. So Mercury is slowing down and then he's going to stop and make the U-turn. So while we are enjoying this day of the light and the dark being absolutely equal, absolutely in harmony. That is what the equinox is. The fall and the spring equinox are not only the days that the sun moves into Libra and respectively in the spring, the sun moves into Aries, but they are the two days of the year where the light and the dark are equal. We have equal amount of night and equal amount of daylight. And this always reminds me of a principle from the Hindu tradition, which is, the Brahma Murta, which is the dawn, is the time of non-harming, of ahimsa, of non-violence, of absolute peace and harmony. And that is because the light and the dark coexist. And so that's why it is said that it is most powerful to do your spiritual practice right before the sun rises. So I feel like that, in a way, is a beautiful metaphor for the equinox, these two days of the year where we feel absolutely in balance, the light and the dark. Now, with that said, this is a week where we want to talk about balance and harmony because of all of that lovely Libra stuff, the sign that is most motivated by having a peaceful or harmonious relationship, also a sign that loves things for to be beautiful and well-designed and interested in style and aesthetic because she's ruled by Venus. 
But this is not a very balanced week. This is a week that might feel a little bit janky because we do have Mercury retrograding. You're going to start to feel some miscommunications occur. You're going to have those moments where somebody said the appointment was 10 and you thought it was 11. And you're going to have days where the computer is just not doing what it's supposed to do. And this is all classic Mercury retrograde. We know that these things crop up. So it is a time where you need to give yourself a little more time. You need to give yourself a little more space in your day, in your week. Give yourself a buffer. Do not leave the house exactly when you need to, to be there on time. Give yourself the extra five minutes. Just give yourself a little extra buffer in anything you do for the next few weeks. But especially this week, because when a planet stations to retrograde or go direct, that is when we feel the effects most potently. So the middle part of Mercury retrograde will be much easier than the beginning and the end. So that is why this week in particular, you really want to make sure that If you have a flight, give yourself a few extra minutes to get to the airport. If you have a meeting, reconfirm the time. Those are all good things to keep in mind this week. And remember my rules of Mercury Retrograde, review, revise, reconfirm. Review the information, revise what needs to be changed or just isn't working for you anymore. Reconfirm. Reconfirm the appointments, reconfirm the details. So we have a quarter of the year left. It is that time we're moving into the fall. We know what's coming. The night is going to get longer and longer, at least for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere. And of course, it's the opposite for those of you in the Southern Hemisphere. But for those of us here in the North, it is the beginning of a sense of turning inward. We start to spend a little bit more time at home. Maybe we go to sleep a little bit earlier. We really start to wind down in a way. Of course, then the holidays come and we're really busy. But there's a general sense of, let me pull away from the world a little bit. Let me focus on what's important. Let me reflect on the year that it's been so I can prepare for next year. There's really a sense of, pulling inward. And that is normal. We also had the full moon on Monday. And so the full moon on Monday was this nice big celebration and the sign of Pisces. And then right after that, the moon went into Aries. And right after that, the sun went into Libra. And there's a big shift in energy. And this week feels a little unsettling because not only do we have that shift in energy, but we also have Venus opposite Uranus. And if you remember from previous episodes of the podcast, if you've been listening for a while, and if you haven't, welcome to those of you that are new, Uranus is the equal opportunity shitstar. He is always messing things up, you know, giving us surprises, coming in from left field. I like to think of Uranus as your favorite real housewife. One week you love her, one week you hate her, but she always moves the storyline forward. So Venus opposite Uranus means that You're going to have some unexpected things occur this week. You got to go with the flow. Don't resist the current because the current is stronger than you. Between Venus opposite Uranus and Mercury stationing to retrograde, you're going to have unexpected delays. You're going to have twists. 
Things are not going to be received the way that you intended them when you speak with other people. Someone might be holding back some information because Venus is in Scorpio and Scorpio can be very secretive. Don't push because if you push, you're going to be surprised by the response you get because remember Uranus can be a little bit volatile. So this is a week to avoid conflict if possible. Try to go toward the compromise. Try to go toward creating the balance and the harmony. Really embody those Libra principles. Now, the other thing that's going on is that Mercury, while he is slowing down to retrograde, he is also squaring Pluto. And this can be interesting and illuminating, but challenging. Mercury is the messenger. He rules our communication. Pluto is where we either have control, we feel empowered, or we feel helpless and we feel like we have no control. Pluto also likes to store the secrets. He rules the underworld. He also rules the things that we harvest from the earth. You know, he rules the gems, he rules the things that are in the soil, in the dirt the things that we have to really dig to get out. So Mercury squaring Pluto, it's like we're excavating the truth. We're digging the truth out from the places where it doesn't want to be found. This means that with the Mercury retrograde, you might be getting messages about things that you didn't want to know about, or maybe something you do want to know about, you got to dig for it. So whatever comes up this week, whatever messages you receive, write it down, put it in the notes app, put it in your journal, remind yourself about what's going on this week on October 1st and November 2nd. Because of Mercury's retrograde path, he is going to square Pluto two more times. You're going to get three hits of whatever's going on this week. October 1 and November 2nd. With this type of thing, when we have Mercury going back and forth with one planet, you want to pay attention the first two times, and then you can make a decision the third time. So try to avoid taking any drastic action about something that you're just not quite sure about or possibly don't have all the information on until end of October, beginning of November. We're also seeing that same pattern with Mercury going back and forth with another planet with Mercury trying Jupiter. Now that's a friendly one. We really like that one because Mercury trying Jupiter gives us a lot of confidence in what we have to say. But Jupiter is the amplifier. So if this stuff with Pluto is pretty intense, it might make it more intense. On the other hand, it might give you the confidence to deal with it. So I think of this pairing of Mercury talking to both of these guys on an ongoing basis for the next few weeks, really for the next five weeks. I think of this as discovering the root cause because Pluto is what's hiding underneath the root of the situation. You're discovering the root cause of what's going on. And then you're building the future solution because Pluto, of course, is in Capricorn, which is tradition and things that have been with us for a long time. And Aquarius is the future and our ideals, our values, our hopes and our dreams. So now you're discovering what the root cause of this 
situation is. Maybe it is a behavior pattern. Maybe it is an emotional pattern. Maybe it is something going on in your relationship. You get to the root of it. You dig it out. You speak it. And then you can make a plan as to how to solve it in the coming weeks, months, and so on. So I think this is really good stuff. Mercury retrograde, remember, it is not out to get you. This is a very important PSA. So listen to this. If you don't listen to anything else this week, listen to this thing I'm going to say. Planets do not do things. People do things. The planets we have found over time have a gravitational pull on us. And this beautiful symbolic language of astrology has been created for us to find meaning in the planets. And of course, there have been all of this study and all of these psychological patterns that seem to line up pretty brilliantly with the movement of the planets. And that's awesome. It helps us create meaning and find a way to move through the world with a little more ease as we get to understand ourselves on a deeper level. But the planets are not doing anything to you. Yes, there are patterns that we see happen when Mercury retrogrades, but Mercury is not doing something. It is a metaphor for what we're seeing happen here between people. We're experiencing the energy and then we're acting in a particular way. And the reason that you tune into the podcast every week is so that you know how everyone's going to be lit up by this energy. And then you can go out there and bring your umbrella if you know you need an umbrella or you can do your deep breathing so you know that you can avoid conflict when you get out onto the streets of wherever you live and get into the car. And instead of honking at someone, you say, you know what? I listened to the Essential Astrocast this week. I know it's Libra season. I'm going to look for the harmony. I'm not going to go off on that person. And that's really what it's about. So do not demonize Mercury retrograde. Do not get caught up in Mercury being this evil thing, doing something to you or to your iPhone or to your computer. It is really a time that encourages us to reflect. Retrogrades are an opportunity for us to review. So this Mercury retrograde is going to be taking you on a journey back to the beginning of August. So anything you've been working with from the beginning of August is going to be coming up again. And again, this is about reviewing, revising, and reconfirming. So maybe you've been working on something since the beginning of August. Now is a great time to review it before you put it out into the world. Maybe you had some conversations with your partner back in August and you swept them under the rug. They might come up again and you might have to really deal with them this time. And that's what Mercury Retrograde is about. It's about dealing with the stuff that we're putting off or that we just haven't really learned all the lessons from it yet and we got to revisit it. So I like Mercury Retrograde because I think it's an invitation to slow down. And I think as human beings, we all need an invitation to slow down from time to time. Now, I know I've given you all of this information this week about how this week is not feeling balanced. It's feeling quite unsettled, right? 
And that's not what we want in Libra season. We're all desiring that sense of harmony. We do have some balancing energy this week. We have Mars trine Saturn, which is really nice because Mars is in Libra. Saturn is in Aquarius. They're both concerned with communication and connecting with one another. And the moon will be in Taurus this weekend. And that is the steadiest signs. So we're going to have some stability in the chart this weekend when Mercury retrogrades, which is nice. So you get a little stability with a little Mercury retrograde. It's not too bad. So this is an awesome opportunity on Saturday for you to get some stuff done. Mars is, of course, in Libra, Saturn in Aquarius. The mind, the intellectual energy is going to be pulsating. And if you feel really off this week or really exhausted after that full moon, because I know I have been wiped out by that full moon in Pisces, the full moon happens in my 12th house. The 12th house is the house of sleep, and I have been exhausted. And I know because I did a poll on Instagram that many of you are exhausted as well. So if you're having trouble getting stuff done this week, Saturday can be a really productive day for you with that Mars trine Saturn. And then, of course, as mentioned, Mercury retrogrades on Monday, and that is your week. We'll talk more about Mercury, I'm sure, next week. So let's take a quick break, and I'll be right back. Hey, did you know that you can practice yoga with me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, as well as two Sundays a month? In Online Yoga Club, I take the practice of yoga and the ancient wisdom tradition of astrology and bring them together and we practice in collaboration with the planets. I hope you'll join me. You can find all the details at veronicaparetti.com yoga. Okay, so I have this new segment. It's called Something I'm Obsessed With. And I wanted to share with you a TV show that I am absolutely obsessed with. I just watched the last episode. It's a limited series on Hulu called Nine Perfect Strangers. If you love shows that are about cults or if you loved Big Little Lies, if you loved The Path, which was another great show on Hulu, then you will love this. It is so fascinating, so intense, and it's only eight episodes. So if you haven't gotten into it yet, please do. I think you'll really like it. And as you know, I love reality TV, but sometimes I just want a really good scripted show to sink my teeth into. And this one definitely delivered. So I hope you watch. I hope you enjoy it. Until next week, find me on Instagram. You can text me at 917 917- Five four zero three four zero one. I send about two or three times a week an astrology text out to let you know what's going on in the sky. It's a great way to stay connected. So just text me at that number and write I'm in and then you'll get all my astrology texts. And of course, download the Astro Cheat Sheet, veronicaparetti.com slash Astro Cheat Sheet and then follow along each week when you listen to the Essential Astrocast. All right, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends. 
Finally, come find me on Instagram at Veronica Peretti. I'll talk to you next week.